Factory direct to you from the Reef Donkey Fishing Studios, fueled by Game Day Vodka. This is the Doc and Z Show. Yo, Doc and Z, spinning with props. Yo, yo. Another podcast night. Into the microphone. Check, check. Microphone check. Welcome to the Doc and Z Show. For those listening, we appreciate you. We are factory direct to you from the Reef Donkey Fishing Studios in Orlando, Florida, just right off of Pav Lake here. Um, did you get a little fishing in tonight, Z? I a did. boat ride. Um, we did. Boat um, ride, plural. fishing. It must be ride. that time of year. Almost time change. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll give Doc this. Doc's been doing a lot of research here on Pav Lake, and he put us on the spot. And we were moving a little bit and we went over by the, the shore and, you know, again, Doc was saying we need to be here. This is where we need to be. We moved not even a minute later, a huge gapper jumped out of the, out of the, out of the pond there. Large mouth bass. Mm. No, it was it, a pretty impressive swirl. Um, we moved a little bit too shallow. So I'm just trying to figure out that new area. Yep. So look forward to it. This was over by the, um, but we know when we cranked that old mercury, Two stroke. That's some bitch. You, the fish can hear it across the other oh, side. Oh gosh, of the lake. yeah. Then, you're not sneaking up on them with that. So no, I, the I the, want to crack it back the fish in Lake Conway, they start scattering too. Yeah, that travels. <laughs> it resonates. Resignation, or or resin, whichever one. Where are we starting tonight? I mean, there's so much to talk about. Let's well, start with Tuesday. Yeah. Great morning, Tuesday. Tuesday morning, 6.30, men's breakfast, Discovery Church. 600 people. Think 600? Eh, I thought it was 450. 450. We'll go with 450. A lot of people. So Don Cousins is our uh, lead pastor at Discovery Church. They do a men's breakfast every Tuesday morning. And uh, Kirk Cousins was the guest speaker this Tuesday morning. So us three went and uh, got ourselves a spot at the table with some bacon and eggs. That was nice of uh, biscuits. The cousins to put us right there with them in the VIP table. Absolutely, and and a and a stellar cup of coffee. I will add. Yes, I I, went, I did enjoy my plain black coffee. Time. Yeah, it was good. I added that hazelnut creamer, but I will tell you that the eggs were delish. So yeah. was the bacon. Yeah, you were roaring about the eggs. Z. I didn't eat. I'm still doing my fasting. Oh yeah, that's right. You look I, good. I, I you hit look a good. Breakfast. I Let usually me don't eat, but I had to hit a little breakfast. It just looked good. Oh, Z was roaring about the eggs, but it was great. I will tell you, you know, being that we are around the NFL and, and athletes and captains and leaders and such as Teddy Karras, seeing Kirk Cousins from a different perspective as the quarterback, and not just the player Kirk Cousins, but all the everything that comes with it. But what a so stand-up guy. The most impressive. Yeah. I mean, you there was not one iota that you could say negative about the guy. In the He's way too good-looking. He presented himself, his candor, his bedside manner, uh, his professional, uh, very humble, you know, obviously could be very pretentious and snooty and that kind of thing, but not the case at all. Not at all. Not I mean, the case. Unbelievable, you know, Christian faith based guy, you know, just got right in. I and I love the way they set it up. So Don, his father, who's the leader of the church, they sat at a table up on the stage and Don asked questions that was coming from the 
the different men that were there a lot of questions so he's like i just want to ask questions so kirk can answer them so it's not spread out all over the place he's like we can get a lot more done in a short period of time that was a great format so he started asking these questions he said you know what does it take to be a quarterback so he got into talking about that a little bit and then he brought up the plays that he has to call in the huddle and you're talking about one play it was like like 15 words 15 words it was like eight spider wide 24 tuna 19 arm x turn gimbal he did say too it could be as easy as i write fake 46 obab on two but i mean it it just is one of those things that it, it it was impressive so he said he said he's in the uh in the huddle calling this play and he said you know you're in stadiums where it's super loud so you call this play which takes about 10 seconds to rattle off and he goes the funny thing is when one of your receivers comes back to you and goes what was that i mean for real and he's like just run a fade (laughs) and he says you know the most complicated of plays always come third down situations when it's going to be the loudest and it is the longest play that you have to spit out but just that whole, you know, exchange of, you know, the play calling is amazing. Yeah. And then he started going through his hot, hot, hot. Yeah. You know, talking about that. The long count. The long count, short count. So, I mean, just unreal how he went into that. But then he start, started talking about, excuse me, started talking about other things. And, um, you know, just life in general as a quarterback in the NFL. And he got into... Uh, the chain thing when one of the oh, players yeah. put the chain on him and they started putting all the like every week that went by every game they won they started putting more chains on him and then eventually they started putting all their watches on him and he goes hey uh, one of the players on the team he's like hey so and so he's like how much money do I have on me right now and he goes I probably had four chains on and like six watches and he goes uh, probably about a mil. So, so does your insurance cover you if something happens to where you have that? He said that cover? one of his uh, receivers got a new chain and it had a spinner. Yeah, it spun. <laughs> it had it had his initials no, and good. it spun in the center. I mean, really, Doc. Doc, when you roll up to you know Pavlik Chiropractic tomorrow, I want you to wear your chain loose. Yeah. Okay. When I'm letting people in the front door. That's right. You know, spinning the chain. Well, Don will be hey, here before you. Your open. copays yeah, are going to good use here at Pavlik Chiropractic. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I walked out of there just so motivated. Oh, so gosh. inspired. Absolutely. Like the literally leaving there, you have like a different outlook on, not an outlook, but just a, a you know, just a guy who's regular like you who goes through different things in life that might be at a different level or a different phase, but we all do and deal with the same things, right? And it's how you, how you deal with it, how you prepare to deal with it. Well, yeah. Along those lines, I think that Don did a good way of encapsulating kind of, you know, the experience and by asking what were your takeaways, you know, at the very end, Yeah. because we all had said something different, but all were impactful and we could all recount, you know, what Kirk had said. My takeaway, and I said this all day on Tuesday, is um, somebody had asked the question to Kirk about how he got on to singing with Kelly Clarkson. If nobody saw at the very end of the season, Kirk was invited to the NFL Honors, and he sang at the NFL Honors, and a couple other players sang as well. It's kind of a funny skit to the NFL Honors. 
And George Kittle was also a singer there, and he sang a song with Kelly Clarkson. And um, so Kirk agreed to do it. And he didn't want to do it, but he, he's like, whatever, I'll do it, I guess. And when he got there, Kirk Kittle's dad was like, hey, Kirk, I heard you're going to sing. And uh, he said, yeah. He said, yeah, George, George is going to sing too. And um, he said, oh, really? He goes, are you nervous? He's like, well, of course I'm nervous. He said, Kirk, it's okay to be uncomfortable. No, he goes, it's good to be uncomfortable. Or it's good to be yeah. uncomfortable. And so he took that and spun it in a positive direction and said, you know, that's a great statement. It's good to be uncomfortable. It is good to be uncomfortable is what makes you strive to do better. Like you, you take those uncomfortable situations, you take them head on and it makes you a better person. That's a charism. One of the things that growing up, you know, would your takeaways be the same today after you've had a chance to think about it? You should do video. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah, I mean that takeaway. I I just that one, the Bible that one verse. That the Bible one verse that is like your um, mission statement to the family. Yeah, yeah. A, a, I mean, the Bible verse. What is, is your, your life? Is verse? your family life family mission statement like your life mission statement or your life right, verse? That's, that was cool. I mean that's, and I have that on the ball. I have signed as Proverbs three, uh, five and six. So is that now your? No, that's his verse. That's how he. Because I was always wondering. You know, he signed it to Dan and Kendra, Kirk Cousins, uh, Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. And then he explained why. That's yep. just, he said, I found that and that's just my, what I go by. So, but he, he quoted quite a few scriptures in the Bible. Oh, he did. It, it was so cool, man. Like, what a good dude. Like, and then at the end, all the people that had questions, which there was what, 12 questions? Everybody that asked a question got a ball signed by Kirk, yep. personalized ball. And he threw them from the stage to the person at the table. And some of these were like 30-yard passes. They were dimes. And I mean, right just, and this, this goes b- back to what D-Batch was saying on, the, on uh, the podcast when he was here last. He was talking about how these professional quarterbacks, they just put it, they know where to put it in spots every time. And then the receiver goes and gets it. Well, in this case, you're throwing it to a guy like me and you, and we're not moving. He was hitting him in the and hands. He was hitting no him problem. in the hands the chest, every the single chest. time. Right, yeah, in the, he, right in the number. He says uh, that was a chess catch. I could hear it. Yeah, yeah. he did say that. <laughs> so just a just a awesome experience. What a great dude. I, I have a, you know, I, I I liked him even before, but I like him just he, by far my favorite quarterback. Just unbelievable. Guy. Not definitely is one of my favorites and be. I would love uh, and, to see and just great. Teddy snapping balls at Kirk Cousins one day. Would that be like the all-time, like the all-Madden center quarterback combo? Um, but I'm with you, Z. I was on fire after that. I was I was uh, definitely motivated and, uh, you know, renewed sense of spirit. And just, uh, you know, amid, amidst all the distractions that you have in the locker room, you know, with all of the foul language and the rap music and, you know, being, you know, he says – he says, I, I hear foul. He says, I hear the F bomb 50 times an yeah. hour. He's like, but that doesn't mean I have to say it. He did say he does slip up once yeah. in a while. He goes, I slip up once in a while when I make a bad play or something like that. I'll say it. But he goes, it doesn't mean I have to say it. I, right. I hear it all the time, but he goes, I kind of drowned it out. And he says, even though I'm being in the world, but not of the world. Yeah. So, so just, just a lot, a, lot to take a away. A lot of yeah. take. Kirk Cousins, great breakfast. 
And let's check this out. There's just some it's a cadence from earlier in the year. And what he was talking about the cadences and the call play and all that. Let's see what this sounds like. We talked about that that play, the hut hut, the hut, yeah, the um, long hut, Kirby said hut, hut hut. And and in closing with the Kirk Cousins again, um, he might be my now my favorite quarterback of all time. Um, but it's going to be Kirk Cousins and Tom Brady on Fox sometime in the future, and they're going to become the most watched duo in history because Kirk is well-spoken, handsome, and he's got a great voice. He does. Absolutely. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I just hope he can get an offensive line this year. He did admit, though, that their team this year, although good, great record, they were not elite. They were not elite. Like the Eagles said. and mm-hmm. the Chiefs. He said, when you look at the Chiefs and the Eagles, they're on another level. So we need so, to be there. Now, how many years does he have left on his contract? This is his last year of right. his contract, I believe. So he's got a – his base went down. And, and he's – I think he's bonus. 33 or 34 years old. So he's 34, I believe. So, well, yeah, he, I mean, yeah, he's 34. He's yeah. born in, in August of 88. 88, yep. Played at Michigan State and being the Midwest guy. Some good Michigan State, Wisconsin Badger games back in the day. Double overtimes. And just three and zero against Michigan, right? What it was one of only he's one of two people that have been elected captain three years. Yeah, so that's just a just a, says what kind of guy he is. So I guess my, his parents must be doing something right. Yeah, for sure. So very cool. Well, thank you, Kirk Cousins. Thanks and, for the experience. and Discovery Church. I'm glad you guys came. I'm glad we all you know got to do that. And, uh, Discovery Church is a great church. Mm-hmm. Sand Lake Road. In Orlando, moving right along. Moving. What about what about last week's golf tournament that we took in? Oh, baby, the API, API Bay Hill. And John. Doc, you are a tradition guy. You, as much as you are trying to detox every day and really watch what you're eating, you have no problem when you walk up that that third hole and you step off and you buy the the elephant ears. But you are like, I mean, there's not, you have to do it. And I love it. I love that about you. It's one of your favorite things. I do. I right? love, I love the same that spot too. How many times have we walked up and down that damn third hole though? Oh it's my crazy. gosh. It's it, just, you never realize how much those guys freaking walk. walk for sure. Because we leave John's house. He's on the rear, he's near the green on the third hole. So you basically walk the entirety of the third hole. Then you walk. Part the second hole is a par three. You walk the entirety of that. Then you walk the entirety of the first hole, which is par four. Go over to 18, and if you want to walk down to seven, it's like walking four holes and back. It's like, dude, these guys do this four to five times a week. It's crazy. Right. Every week. You know, this year we went out a little bit later to the course uh, and walked around. What I really valued, you know, great golf, hole-in-one, but the opportunity, because it was so late in the day and we were on the other side of the course that we were walking back and we saw the guys cutting the greens 
uh, doing whatever they were doing because they were working their butts off, yep. right? And would we see Jorge? Yeah, Jorge. Jorge. And uh, his whole crew. And he was just, we were asking him, how long does it take you to do a green? Because they're rolling back yeah, and so, forth. So basically to everybody, they, they, they have to cut the fairways and they cut the greens. And, you know, they've got, what, four or five big tractors to cut the fairways. And then they've got, you know, uh, a, a push mower to cut the greens. And then they have a roller to kind of roll out all the spike marks and flatten it out. They have two of these rollers that you sit on, one on the front nine, one on the back nine. So Jorge was pulling the roller to the third green, and he drove by, and I just was curious, how many of these rollers do you have? And he said, uh, we have two, one for the front, one for the back. And I said, well, how long are you here till? And he said, well, normally on a normal day, non-tournament day, we get there at what, 4.30? Yeah. So we're there at 4.30, and we usually leave by 4.30, right? 4.30 in the afternoon-ish, something like that. He said on a tournament day, you're leaving at 8.30. Right. So pretty much 8.30 Friday. on the dot. But it's just such an organized machine when it comes to that. Like, if you've never been to a pro golf tournament, there's, I mean, there's a reason that those guys get these. It's just dialed in. Oh, every so aspect. cool from... to see it. And John's house, he's on hole three. So, like, on Friday, they the last group plays through at, like, 5 o'clock, probably 4.30, because they're playing front nine and back nine the entire day. So the, the last group probably goes through at 4.35 o'clock. So by 5.30, everybody's coming by and start mowing and doing all that stuff. So it's pretty neat. Neat experience. Those guys are appreciative when you ask them, you know, questions about Yeah, that. he didn't think we were serious at first. Yeah, and he was like, oh, man, I appreciate you guys coming. And, you know. and he is right. He listens to the show, and I was surprised that he knew who you were, Doc. Um, but he says we got to do more Spanish, and we'll get to that, Jorge. Yeah, and we appreciate you listening in all your grounds. Vamanos. Crew, your grounds crew. That's right. Got to keep going. And I love the fact that he looked up to Bill Murray um, as, you know, Carl and Caddyshack. And that's where he, you know, that's where he got his inspiration. You with that? No. No. See, so you, you go off on these car. tangents, dude. Um, I didn't well, know that Bill Murray that was, was cool. in Caddyshack. Another thing that was cool about John's house, and John's house is a good setup, man. He's He's got it dialed in. So on Saturday, I was sitting there, and uh, Sean Foley, who was Tiger Woods' old swing coach, yep. came in, and Foley. he was just sprawled out on the couch. Hanging you know, out. Just hanging out. Chilling. Just, watching, just talking about. With the know, Hebrew hammer. The Hebrew hammer, yeah. Todd, Todd, Todd Green, the Hebrew hammer. H square. Jack Shout Ross out. is like, hammer. That's right. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Amber's going to be playing in the Ocala Jack Open and then uh, on to a few uh, U.S. Open events. So look for the Hebrew, Hebrew Hammer to be uh, on Green. the leaderboard. Todd Green with three E's. G-R-E-N-E. Todd Green with three E's. Nice. Yeah. One of my favorite clips from the movie since we're talking about. Oh, we going back to Burt, Bill Murray now in the Caddyshack. His crowd seems unusually small for this type of moment. Hey, happy good morning. Most people have found their way over to Happy Gilmore. He's been the talk of the course today with his huge drives and his amazingly bizarre behavior. He's on the 17th green right now, having a little trouble closing out his day. Happy, the ball itself has its own energy, or life force, if you will. Its natural environment. Do you think they talk like that during the... Like, what do you think they're saying to each other? 
they're saying, see, you're you're off on another yeah, tangent. You're, you're in another world right you now. You guys are effed up. Because <laughs> this is the Doc and Z Show, and we are here in the Reef Donkey Fishing Studios Factory Direct to you. And if you listen to the show, you know that we love our Reef Donkey Fishing gear. And you can go online to ReefDonkeyFishing.com. Use the promo code Doc and Z. And that's D-O-C-A-N-D-Z. Yeah, baby. The new cooler. Um, and of course, we are fuel our we fuel ourselves by Game May Vodka. And you know, eleventh hour branding solutions, I like them because they're gonna be coming through with some stuff. Absolutely. Did you see the, the backcracker, the new backcracker, the logo? I did not see it, looks but i it's um looks dialed in. Look forward to it. Yep. So yeah, and we spin to you every Thursday. We do our podcast. Sometimes we put some specials in, but we are here on Pav Lake in our brand new studios, new sound. New sound. Love everybody listening. Pump me up in your headphones. And perhaps you're so you're so right on that for sure. <laughs> Without a doubt. D Batch, you may not talk about Z's new ports anymore. Let's just no put it out there. Let's just leave that right there. You know, and, and D Batch, you know what I can't stand? Not I, I like <laughs> I love D Batch. Here we go. But lately, uh as I I'm waiting for cars to come by, people that are gonna turn right. Right, they come to your street. They're coming down the road, and you're going to turn left, and they're going to turn right, and they don't use their turn signal. I agree. I mean, that that irks the heck out of me. I'm trying to get better at that. I mean, listen. So, if if you can't turn the turn signal on, well, I wonder if people even know that that is courtesy, and it's an unwritten rule. You do it. Well, all you have to do is have it not done to you one time, and then you're like, oh, dude, turn signal you would think, be nice. You think yeah. people think like you and like us, but they don't. So as Doc said, you know, it's kind of a New Year's resolution thing. I pledge to, as my New Year's resolution, to use my blinker more. Hashtag hey, use your blinker the New Year's more. Resolution, now it's Lent. Hey, so for Lent, for Lent but you got to give using, up. You can't give up. You're giving using up your not using your turn signal. <laughs> <laughs> you're giving up not using your turn signal. Okay. So you will be using your turn signal. That's, this is one of the weaker Lent giveaways. It is, yeah. I said so. Uh, Sarah's my niece, Sarah. Her boyfriend, Richard. He, um, that we were at Jameson's play last weekend, which we got to get into that a little bit. Um, he was talking about drinking soda, and April convinced him to give up soda for Lent. Soda, pop, pop, Coke. Gotta be from yeah, not so, here up north. So Coke gave gave up Coke or Diet Coke or whatever. And I said, well, how many Cokes do you drink? And he said, a day. And he said, like 10. And I go, Holy a day? Are you Balls. kidding me? So he goes, but I gave it up for Lent. And I go, how about giving it up forever? I mean, really? <laughs> I mean, he's going to go into withdrawal. Dude, that's crazy. What? Dude, like, can you imagine? That, that is exactly a Kendra. Coke? What? Coke is like the worst thing you can drink. Dude. 10 a day? That's, that's going to get a 12-pack. Like every day, like it's a, yeah, like beer. It's crazy, man. Like Shocking. I told him, I said, Shocking. forget about giving it up for Lent. Give it up for life. Oh. And this was during the play, so holy. We were so wow. Jameson was in Sister Act last weekend, and it was phenomenal. It, it was. They did a great job. Thanks for coming, Z. We appreciate that. Well, I saw one show: Ted Danson and um, Whoopi Goldberg. 
props came, family came. Yep, it was a good and, time. Uh, we hit the Saturday night and the Sunday Sunday afternoon show. But uh, but I was girls, duly impressed by the high school students and how well they were to remain in character the entire time, and were so just on well, point. I mean, everybody was doing a good job. And the expectation, obviously, is for them to sing well, but like. There were like 20 of them up there, and they were all in tune the entire time. It was phenomenal. I agree. I was impressed. So I look forward to the future of uh, the Cornerstone Theater program. And, you know, Sister Act was a hit, and uh, I'm proud of Jay. Great job. There you go, Jay. Looking forward to Ashton and Lexi's. Z will be at that one because his daughter Lexi is in Susical. I will be there. You are right, Doc. And I can, in my. Am I, am I, I feel like you, you want to clear it. You want to clear your mind about not going to the show. Yeah. Um, a little disappointed. I, I hear you. I thought there was going to be better support there. Well, you know, I, you're right. You, you would I, be disappointed in me if Ashton wasn't, was not in that play and Lexi had a pretty good part and I didn't go. You would probably be a little, well, not when you say it like that. A little, a little I mean, sure. Gosh, see. I can just tell you, Doc, I'm working on myself every day. That's um, right. Because I'm, I'm self-absorbed. We had a good week this week, strong week. You know, we're building. We're building on that. You're out. Rebranding. So, right. <laughs> the rebranding of the of the shoulder. The shoulder. You're going to be out all next week because you're going You're yeah. going on. You're going internationally and, and props. You're going internationally. So I'm going to be. Yep. Z is going to be a solo next week on, on the podcast. Oh, yeah. And now I got this and I can hear myself speaking. I'm in. Hey, you can have D-Batch over. I was going to hear. I was going to do that here. We'll talk. We'll talk off the show. Yeah, they got to do the security check. Absolutely. (laughs) Security check. My alarm will be fully on. Oh, boy. And my keys. And then what are they going to do? They can't get fully locked. away. They can't get a hold of you. They're going to call Turtle. And Turtle's going to be like, Z. It's all good. It's all good, dude. Zero miles frustrating day speaking of that is we've got a monitoring system at our office that alarms that go off whatever well recently over the last like couple of weeks i keep getting phone calls that the elevator alarm is going off meaning somebody's calling an emergency line in the elevator well nobody's in there doing that because half the time nobody's even in there when it happens so i call them and i'm like so they'll if they don't reach Myself, Kendra, April. Yeah, they're going to send dad. somebody. They send somebody, and we have to pay for that. If oh, it's yeah. Not real, if, it's, if it's false alarm. False alarm. So you always have to tell them, no, it's false alarm. So finally, I got to the point I go, how many times does this have to happen for you guys to know that there's a problem? Yeah, come well, fix it. Yeah, well, well, we don't deal with that. We just respond to the emergency call. I'm like, well, who do I need to call to fix this problem? Because I call the security company. They're like, Oh, we don't monitor that. It's some company that I've never even heard of. And I'm like, I tell the lady, I was like, just don't even just erase it. She's like, no, sir, we can't do that. Because the one time she goes, we don't call you. Somebody's stuck in the elevator. And I'm like, well, true. It's, it's that, that's exactly what happens. But I'm like, gosh, man, it's so damn frustrating. I'm like, here I get these messages. Well, yeah, we got a message that the emergency alarm and the elevator's going off. Oh, yeah, like, I know. Gosh, there's nobody in there. Sometimes they, my Johnson Controls would call and they go, we have an internet interruption. I was like, it's 2.36 in the morning. 
calling me. <laughs> I was like, really? I mean, and then, yes, ma'am. I just talked to your previous representative 15 minutes ago. I do know that there's a breakdown in the internet at this point in time. Please don't call me anymore. So. Well, we're sorry. I mean, we're sorry, sir. I mean, exactly. (laughs) I mean, have a good night, sir. I mean, I'm sorry to call you at this hour. So, why are you calling? (laughs) And then you get Susie talks a lot on the coffee. I I mean, really. At two thirty in the morning, okay. going, sir. There's an alarm going off. We need you to. We need you to respond really quick, or we're going to send somebody out there. I know you just started your shift and ate. You know, hasn't slept in two days. Gosh, caffeined out. The, Three to the frustration of trying to own a business. Eleven to seven, talking about some shift work. That's for sure. Oh my goodness gracious! March Madness. Are we there yet? I mean, is it getting close? Uh, next weekend. It is. Next well, Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Here in Orlando, we'll get first round. Hopefully, IU is down here. But yes, the whole entire, you got all the championship championship weekend. Well, it's, I'm glad it's getting closer. That means there's going to be something on TV. Well, ne- next Friday is St. Patty's Day. St. Patty's Day. Good night, mate. St. Patty's Day. Pat McCrotch. Good night, My name's Pat McCrotch. I'm here reporting from. I wish Dude, it was Key West. Isn't it crazy that last year we were on the boat on St. Patty's Day in Marathon? And the year before, we were right there in front of Irish Kevin's. In Irish Kevin's. And that was two years ago, dude. Two. Yeah. Jeez. Time flies. Time does time fly. Flies. Speaking of time flying, keeping on the same college basketball theme, did you have a chance to watch or listen to or hear the St- the Stephen A. Smith Um with J.J. Redick, and there's a third guy there on ESPN about the MVP No, for the NBA? I didn't. Well, I suggest you check it out. Oh, yeah. It brings me back memories. Nobody steals my lucky charms. This is last year on the boat, baby. That's right. We were going to the humps. Danny was taking me to the humps. I wanted to go to the humps. I said, we got to make it there. We've been here twice. We haven't made it to the humps yet. Great memory there. Thanks, that's Dan. An honor to uh, St. Pie's Day. Good eye, mate. <laughs> now that's Australian. <laughs> I know. That's what he said earlier. <laughs> I know. This is the real Irish song. Irish, you get it? Luck of the Irish. Yeah, hey, luck of the Irish. Luck of the Irish. That's all I. That's what I hear when I say Irish or my lucky charm. Speaking of fishing, I'm going fishing with D Batch in May, and we're going to Mississippi. We're gonna catch some slob crappie. Oh, the crappie! I'm gonna remind everybody that every week that I'm doing that until we go. Now I'm gonna remind you that the week that you're doing that, props and I are going. Well, we're I, going intercoastal fishing. I'm telling you, you are props is taking you. That, and the streamweaver. That the uh, ridicule that would have been ensuing. If you did not mention that slob crappie trip, slob crappies yeah, from he, D-Batch. He, he is he is whining quite a bit lately. He's pissed. I mean, well, he he misses out. But I will tell you, Doc, please bring back some crappie to eat. That is a very good eating fish. I will. Very. We're gonna have a fish fry. Fish fry would be, gonna be with your fry. batter would be amazing. It it's gonna be amazing. I can't wait. 
hey, there's a lot of finesse in that. It's just not just jerking them up from the bottom, Doc. A lot of fish, a lot of finesse there, you know, in the in the tip of the rod. Well, D Batch is gonna have to show me how to do it. Are they a pelagic yeah. fish, the crappie? Nope. They're they uh not. bottom feeders, huh? Bottom dweller. They're not bottom feeders, they're not like a catfish. It's more like a game fish, you know, big open mouth, kind of like a bass. How wide can their mouth get open? Oh, they're probably not more than a silver dollar. Like a perch? They call them paper mouths. Oh, so they're, okay. They're very uh, soft mouth, um, you know, type fish. But uh, you catch them on small jigs, jig tip minnows, typically trolling. But D-Batch has got the new technology now that you can uh, look underneath the water in these glasses and apparently watch them bite the bait. I don't know what he calls that, but apparently it's high-tech redneck. That is redneck. redneck. Nothing wrong with that. We support. So, see, yeah, I like your Costa gear tonight. Lake Granada, Mississippi, is where Doc is going Lake with D Batch. Wow! If Lake anybody Granada. wanted to know, and I will not be wearing my Costa Del Mar shirt. And the crazy part about it was, we were talking about that, and I sent you guys the results of that this week. Facebook thought that I wanted to go to Lake Granada and catch slab crappie, just because we were talking about it. So it came up in my feed. So they are called slab crappie? Slabs. Slab, not slob. Slab, slab meat. Why, why slabs? Uh, just a slab of meat. Slab of meat. It does look good, man. It's a reservoir, a freshwater reservoir there in Mississippi. But cr- crappie are a clean fish. I mean, that, they're good to eat. They're so pretty. Iridescent blue and greens. It's a nice fish. I'll be ready. I'll be ready with my reef donkey gear on. That's right. So it got to show them what's up. It is known for crappie, bass, of course, and of course, catfish, and then it also has Lake, what, what Lake, um, Lake Granada. Yep. Yeah, state park. Nice, pretty big lake. Z, I got a question. Where'd you get that shirt? Honestly, probably Uncle Hank. You I don't know. You didn't buy it. Maybe. No, I wouldn't. I would. I just want to set the record straight. I'm going to be very clear. I would not buy any fishing gear unless it is no, reef mean, donkey fishing. This no, could I'm have serious. been pre-reef donkey fishing gear. Negative, that sure. That the CCA one, I got to conserve that. The conserve. But I was just going to say, if you're going to buy a shirt that color, you should buy a reef donkey fishing shirt that same color. Thank you. Drop the mic. Amen. <laughs> Amen. On that, you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Players' championship this weekend. Yes, the Island Green guy hit a hole in one already today. On the Island Green, don't even know who it is, but hey, now he can always say, "I hit a hole in one." In the tournament. In the in, actual when, tournament. When it counts. Yeah, not just on a random round. In the tournament. So we'll see. I'm, I'm hoping Jordan Speed can pull it out. I'd like to see him win this. I like Jordan. A little JS. He was balling last week, man, but I'll tell you what. At the Bay Hill, so was Rory. Up, finishing up in the conversation of the Bay Hill. Here's the difference maker. The reason Tiger Woods won eight Bay Hill titles or six or eight or whatever it was is because he hit that putt on 18 every time. Yep. Rory had the opportunity, and he missed it. Wow, wow, wow. So I don't I don't know how many more times I can say that, but 
You can say it until you're blue in the face. It's not going to change anything, Doc. Nobody's going to be as good as that guy, man. It's unbelievable. He hit that freaking putt so many times to win that tournament. It's crazy. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. And thank you to uh, to John for letting us come out to his house and, and hang out with the family and friends and just enjoy the the whole ambiance and experience of the Arnold Palmer Invitational in Bay Hill Country Club. A great place to be. Can't wait till next year. So, Doc, you're on a cruise ship. You got um, you're going out on a cruise for the party Cruising with the fans. On a Sunday afternoon. Actually, really? on a Monday afternoon. Couldn't get too soon. Well, I got a long day tomorrow, though. Can't think of vacations yet. And props, you're heading to Cabo. We're trying to cover the entire Caribbean here this spring break. That's right. On the 19th, going to get some uh, offshore fishing in. Mm. Technically, Cabo is in the Pacific. In the Pacific, Not but uh, good times. It, it is the going to be on the bill collector again. Bill collector brought it home for us last time. Bring some tuna home for Ralph, please. I will. We will definitely be bringing some tuna home. Catch a rooster fish if you can, dude. Yeah, that's one of our on the hit list. That would be great. You come back. We have the food that we're going to bring back. You bring back props, the um, the fish that we were just talking about there. That's right. The redfish. Some tuna. Tuna. And probably some mahi this time of year. Yeah. Sure. All so the mahi, the same size? I mean, are they, are they migrating south? Or no, I mean, not. But Cabo, Cabo is kind of like in a convergence zone there. I mean, there's just all kinds of pelagic activity going on. I mean, just everything from dolphins Some to of them whales. Some migrating back north. Others could be migrating south. I mean, there's just Depending all on where kinds of stuff going on there in Cabo. So it'll be fun. Very cool. So, uh, I mean, are the sizes the same right now? I mean, are you going this far off too? Um, how far offshore are you going? How deep does it get? Well, we went 40 miles on one day, right? No, you, we probably went 25, 28 30. miles offshore. Okay. And what's our depth? That was for the tuna, and the depth was deep. Deep, deep very deep. Seven? Oh, Hundo? Thousand. Deeper, yeah. Thousand, couple thousand. Ooh, couple thousand. I mean, it was deep. It's deep. It's deep. Um, Then you got, on the dolphin we caught, they were like 100 or 200 feet of water but you can see the shore literally see the like golf course on the mountain like we could see the people oh yeah driving their golf carts what a crazy golf course that was it was like so steep it was amazing i love it well awesome you gentlemen enjoy your your spring break vacation with the whole crew and i just I, i don't um i don't want you guys to forget about me while you're gone Dude, I'm on point tonight. Just to answer your question, from Cabo San Lucas to where we were, if you go 15, 20, if you go 20 miles offshore, you're in 5,000 feet of water. 5,000. That's pretty deep. Goes all the way out to like seven, nine, nine thousand, like 30, 40 miles offshore. So that's how deep that is. 
Nice. That's where the cartel drops off their uh, customers. Oceano Pacific. Well, and their shipments. Well, not that far out. They're probably more like two miles, three miles, maybe four to stay out of international waters. Well, props. But nonetheless, we, we wish you a great Cabo trip. Yes. And uh, we will be podcasting that two weeks from tonight, Z and I, while you are in Cabo. That's right. You might have to uh, call me up. I'll be a few hours ahead of you. Uh, hopefully you'll have a few uh, Modelos or... You know, a few Modelo's deep. That's right. Maybe a few Angry Orchards. Yep. Maybe a few Pina Coladas. That's right. But Z will be podcasting next week without you guys. On behalf of the guys, we're going to do the tribute to uh, to Doc and to Props as you guys are, again, international. Um, as he's, not, he's not gone next week. He's gone the following week. Oh, so we're going to get a, Oh, Props, you're going to be in. I'll be we're, around. We are going to go. We're, D-Batch, we're coming your way to do the podcast next week. Go. We'll be there. Go to D-Batch's house, or you can go to no. Factory Direct and do it. Oh. 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 I, I like that even better. You know, D-Batch, you're going to be, we'll, we'll put D-Batch in May, but we'll talk about that later. We are the Doc and Z Show, and we do spin to you from the Reef Donkey Fishing Studios here in Orlando. Reef Donkey Fishing gear is what we wear. Go online, Doc and Z, promo code. D-O-C-A-N-D-Z. Get your little discount. What do you got going up there? A little St. Pottie's Day. Ah, St. Pottie's Day. Pat McCroach here speaking. Coming to you with the green beer. So, Pat, uh, welcome to the show. I'm glad to have you here. Um, how are you doing, and how was your ride in? Uh, it was on the back of uh, Rainbow. Oh, so you came through Soto there, and you... I did. Came right past uh, Pulse Nightclub. That was where the end of the rainbow was, and I got my body gold. Well, you got your pictures then. Okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> we are the Doc and Z Show. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Remember, we're always back here direct to you from the Reef Donkey Fishing Studios. You know, do you, do you mind? I got one. I'm ready, baby. Go ahead. All right. Till next have time. To listen to a commercial or two. <laughs> Dude, you play this every time. I, that's not true. Again, Doc, you're lying because I don't play this every time. But I'm ready every time. I swear I've heard this song three times. In this but it's not every time. You, said, not that, every you time. said every time. It's like three times. Oh, my gosh. I got something. Just three out of four. It's only 75%. I got something. But 75% is not every time. Exactly. It's don't not, a, it's not an absolute. I don't think 95 or 75% is absolute either. 75? Well, you, just whatever you got, Doc. We appreciate it. Um, props, you look good tonight. I like the color scheme. Hey, just another Thursday night, Z. Here in studio. Okay. Doc hey, comes with the hip hop. Looking down your drawers. Yo, yo. We got that I Can See show spinning with props. Yo, yo. That's where it's at. Until next time, enjoy your trips, gentlemen. <laughs>